0: back here on the Heart and Hustle podcast. It's been a minute, but you know, holidays, Thanksgiving, the whole thing. Uh, We have finally made a little bit of time here to get into the latest on the Orlando Magic. We are taping this on Tuesday. The Magic lost to the Pistons Monday night. They've lost three straight games since losing Nick Vucevic and Aaron Gordon. Uh, Plenty to get into there. Mobamba played well on Monday night. We'll talk about that. Terrence Ross showing some signs of life and a whole lot more. If you are listening for the first time, I am Nick Grunowitz. Uh, Scott Inez is with me. You can listen to us weekdays on ESPN 580 Orlando from 4 to 8 p.m. That's 580 a.m. FM 96.5 HD2. Uh, You can follow Scott on Twitter, at Inez Says and me, at ESPN 580 Nick. Uh, Scotty, first of all, You look good on the telecast Monday night. Uh, You see Scotty on Fox Sports Florida from time to time hosting uh, the broadcasts. He was out there with Quentin Richardson on uh, on Monday night. How was it working with Q? Yeah, it it was fun.
1: It was fun. It was actually my first time working with Q, um, a pro's pro. He does a lot of work for TNT and NBA uh, TV as well. So um, it, it was fun to work with Q for the first time. Um it was my first date in the studio this year. It I, and look, it, it ain't digging ditches, okay? But it's amazing the amount of work that's put in behind the scenes by the producers and the directors that goes into a half hour pregame show. It really is astounding. Like radio is radio's chaos. I think we 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 both know that. Radio TV is is like is is mayhem. It's absolute mayhem, and luckily you guys don't know what's going on behind the scenes. Well, that's the
0: real thing, is in radio we can fake it because right. no one can see what's right. going on. As long <laughs> right. as it doesn't go out where it's audible, you can fake it. There have been plenty of times where you and I have done broadcasts, you know, tin can basically, yeah. over the phone or in the same studio because something's broken. On television, it has to look nice and look good, well, and there's all this stuff going on. And the words have to correspond to what's going on behind you with the pictures, Yeah, right? So that's where the
1: producer and the director director... director and and uh the technical director and everybody coming into play but i i have a great time doing the television um segments and and fox sports florida and i tell you what if it's not for david Steele and jeff turner and dante marcatelli and and all those guys that I work with, I would definitely bring that broadcast down. So I, I
0: had a really good time, and I'll do it again on Wednesday night prior to the Cleveland game in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. If you did watch that game, by the way, on Monday night, there's no telling which tie Scott wore. If he wore the 150 dollar tie, or I'm going to give it away now. The cheap tie? No, 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 oh, okay. no. Because you're going to be okay. back on on Wednesday night. Make sure you can screen grab Scotty. This is a fun game. I like to play. <laughs> Hashtag screen ga- dra- grab Scotty, and you can tweet them to me at ESPN Five. A lot of people don't know the story.
1: They don't, no, know, the they don't. They don't the tie, know the story They don't know the story
0: that you got stuck at the hotel in uh, Fort Lauderdale. That's where the Fox Sports Florida studio is in Fort Lauderdale. Yes. So last year, near the tail
1: end of the season, I made my way my way down, and and I bring my suit, my my my
0: shirt. They're all pressed. They're ready to go. I got my shoes. I got my belt. No tie. I was going to say, by the way, what's the pants situation? You are sitting the entire time. Shorts. No, no, are you working not, yeah. shorts or not? No,
1: I, I'm I'm not that brave, man. Okay. no, no, I I wear the whole suit, the whole gamut. I,
0: I do I do things on Spectrum from time to time on yeah. that Face Off show, and there have been a few times, guys. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's yeah, been yeah. like run in, yeah, run out. Yeah. There's definitely jeans yeah.
1: or worse behind yeah. that thing. No, yeah. so. no, I wear the full full suit. But uh, you know, last year I, I forgot a tie here in right. Orlando, so it's five o'clock. I've got to be at. The studio around five fifteen I think it was an eight thirty tip that night, so I had to be there so so i i' got like ten fifteen minutes that's it to find a tie and i don 't have a car, so i 'm wondering okay, how am I going to do this so um Fox Sports Florida is wonderful. They put me up in a beautiful hotel there, right on Las Olas Boulevard, which is one of the more exquisite boulevards in the entire nation. Picture, picture of money there. Picture Park Avenue and Winter Park on steroids. I mean that—that's what it's like in Fort Lauderdale and Las Olas. So, so I, I I go up and down the avenue looking for a tie shop. I spot two tie shops. One I walk in, and we're talking. About tie starting at at least three hundred dollars. No,
0: that's a, that's three hundred bucks. No. So I would show up with no tie before that. Are time. you kidding me? Three, so so I Is no into, tie an option? By the way, we've no, talked about this before. You know, I never I'm, asked. I'm the
1: newbie, man. Like okay. I'm no no. no I'm a I, freshman, I, I you. You know I what I mean. You. I can't show up without a tie. So I I I don't know where the nearest Ross is. So I've got to walk up and down. The, the, the Las Olas Avenue, and finally I come to a- Not A another, Marshalls? There's no Marshalls no, there's no, on uh, well, Las Olas? Just, uh, no, I don't. I doubt that very seriously. If so, it's a very upscale one. But I finally found this tie shop, and, and there's there's a sale going on. Sale. That's what it says right in the window. A big sale, a tie sale
0: going on. So I walk in, and the cheapest tie on sale is $165. Yeah. So you wore a tie on Monday. You had to buy it. Brian Hill didn't have an extra tie. Right, no, I checked with Brian. Normally has two ties. Right. I would have found some dude on the street and offered him 50 bucks for his tie before I I spent $165, but you couldn't risk it. I couldn't. You couldn't couldn't. risk it. I had to get the tie,
1: so I had to pay $165.
0: So Wednesday, I want you to tweet at Inez Says A-N-E-Z-S-E-Z and at... At ESPN 580 Nick, if you think that tie that Scotty's wearing is the 165 dollar <laughs> okay. tie, okay. Enough of All this. Right. Let's get to the Magic. Yeah. They lose on Monday night to the Pistons. Three straight losses. Uh, the Magic score 88 points. Yeah, I didn't start it there. 88 points on Monday night, including a 15 point third quarter, a quarter in which where the Pistons went on a 16 two run. They put the game away right there in Orlando. Never got back into it, and this team continues who struggle offensively, and you can tell they're really missing Nick Vucevic.
1: Yeah, I mean, they come out and score. I, I don't know what they scored in the first quarter, but they shot 54%. 31 points. They scored 31 points. They scored 33 the entire second half, Nick. So that tells you right
0: there yeah.
1: that the offense got bogged down. Um, without Nick Vucevic, you knew it was going to be a problem. It's been a huge problem. Uh, especially the other night on Wednesday night, if you can't score, you can't win. And I think the worst case scenario for the Orlando Magic was losing a Nick Vucevic. You you could lose pretty much everybody else and kind of get away with it, but Nick, as we all know, is the linchpin, especially to that offense. And and I think we're missing him defensively as well. Believe it or
0: not, I don't. I can't believe you just said that. I can't believe I came out of my
1: mouth. But but they miss him defensively too. So look, hopefully Vooch can come back here soon within the next couple of weeks but you're in a danger zone right now here. You're in a big time danger zone because you realize look, it's it's only a month into the season but you look at, at last night's game in Detroit, the Magic playing pretty well through the third quarter. Markel Fultz goes up for a dunk. You lead by one in the third, even though you're not playing great. And a that few was a minute, nice dunk. Few, it was a great Business dunk. Business decision
0: look, by Andre Drummond, by the way. Indiv- not getting in the poster. Individually, there's some guys playing really well here. Jonathan Isaac playing well. Isaac? Didn't quite have the same kind of no. game on Monday. Fultz is playing well. Terrence Ross had 19, led the team coming off the bench, though he didn't shoot it that great. Mobamba had his best game as a pro, I hear you people in my Twitter mentions. Yes, Mobamba had a good game Mo on Bamba, Monday. 12, 12 way, rebounds. He had what? Three blocks? Three blocks? Three yes. Blocks. Okay. Let's see him play well on Wednesday night against okay. the Cavs and then against the Raptors. Let's. I'd like to see him put together more than one good game out of every ten. Right. Right. But but the point individually,
1: yeah, yes. you're getting some pretty decent performances right now. been Fournier had 17. Even those, it was 0 five from three point range last night. But the bottom line is. This team gets bogged down when they just flat out cannot score. They don't have that go-to guy. They don't have anybody who can break somebody down defensively. So you're going to go through those runs like we saw last night in the third quarter, 16-2, to the Magic outscored in the third quarter. They scored just 33 points on what, just 28% shooting in the second half, something like this. And that was a case in the second half where Detroit just turned the pressure up just a wee bit. Yeah. just and that's all it takes for this team. Just a wee bit. So and, and coach Clifford talked about it after the game, look, we got to keep moving the basketball. We have to move side to side inside and out. That ball has to keep moving. And when we get into problems is when we have guys who are going one on one, who are dribbling out the clock, that's not the Orlando Magic. They cannot play that way offensively. Yeah, this is what Steve Clifford said. Our troubles come more with over-dribbles, you know, looking off a teammate who's right beside you to try to make a better play, and uh, that's not our team. That ball's got to move when the ball moves and it moves freely. We can play good offense. Um, we reverted back tonight in the second half to really, to be honest, what's been our biggest problem since I got
0: here. And listen, like to me, Steve Clifford's talking about really two to three guys. He's talking about Evan Fournier. He's talking about Jonathan Isaac, who did it a little bit last night. And he's talking about Terrence Ross, guys that just, they're not moving the basketball. There were times last night where a guy went one on three trying to make something happen instead of hitting the open man. Yeah. Look, it, it's a problem.
1: It's a big problem. And quite frankly, they're not playing overly well defensively either. I mean, no, the pick and roll be...
0: defense. Indy shot a season high, I think it was what, fifty two percent, I think, yeah. um uh the other night on Saturday night. Yeah. And the pick and roll defense, they, they were fortunate for Detroit that Detroit Detroit missed a ton of wide open shots. Yeah. Yeah. Look, there are
1: some positive things going on. Mo Bamba with his career high tying 12 rebounds. What we've seen out of Markel Fultz double figures over the last five games. Kem Birch playing like a madman. Um, the whole
0: thing. I like Kem, but I will. I will tell you, uh, Kem looked like a backup last he night. is. He's, he's a he backup. He looked center. like a backup. He's an he's energy just and effort under, guy. He's just yeah. undersized. Oh,
1: absolutely no, especially against a guy like uh, Andre Drummond. Yeah. Last night, but the bottom line is this: Magic team is in trouble now. I mean, here you are. You're six and ten now. Luckily, you got a lot of really bad teams in the Eastern Conference. Okay, yes. but you're you're six and ten right now, and Vooch, as we all know, is the key to this entire team. My fear is that this team gets so far behind the eight ball in terms of that 500 mark that by the time Vooch gets back in the lineup, you're going to be fighting that uphill battle the entire way
0: from here on out, trying to get back to that 500 mark. Now, here's the thing, though, I will say. I don't know if that can happen in the Eastern Conference. Because I know. A lot right of bad now, teams. You're 6-10. and ten. You've lost three straight. You're 4-6. and six, Um... Over your last ten, and it's too early in the season for me to use the last ten this is a statistic. There, but still, <laughs> whatever. Um, you know, you're you're still the eight seed. You're I got still in. It. Like, I if got the, I got I'll it. do the the way too early if the season ended today thing. But yeah. you'd still make the playoffs if the season ended today. Washington, Detroit, Charlotte, Chicago, Cleveland, Atlanta, New York. Behind you, the only team of that bunch that I think could really turn things around is that Atlanta team. Yeah. You know, because they've got the dudes, them, or maybe even the Pistons uh, that we saw last night. But I don't have a lot of faith in those teams. I got so you. I don't think it's cause for huge concern that you might struggle for the next week or so, but you can't play as poorly as they have played on this road
1: trip. You can't rely on the East being as bad as it has been going through the season. That's a good I, I point. get what you're saying. And you also can't rely on winning 22 of your final 31 as you did last year. Yes. I got news for you. That's that ain't going to happen true. this year. It, it, it's, it's not going to happen this year. Now, again, The good news is got a lot of bad teams in the East. And like you said, we're in the eighth spot right now. Washington, Detroit, Charlotte, uh, Chicago, Atlanta, Cleveland, the Knicks are all bad basketball teams. But I do believe that we have officially entered the danger zone here. I I fear that by the time Nick Vucevic gets back on the court, you're going to be so far underwater that it's going to take another Herculean effort like we saw last year to get back into the playoff picture. I hope I'm wrong, and, and and I hope it all starts in Cleveland on the final game of a long 10-day, four-game road trip on
0: Wednesday night. And and look, the schedule isn't bad over the course of the next week and a half or so. No, it's not. You come back home after playing at Cleveland on Wednesday night, the day after Thanksgiving, you're home against Toronto City jerseys, anybody? Orange mm-hmm. jerseys, perhaps that night. Yes, uh, you're home against Golden State. You go to Washington. I mean, I see Golden State, Washington, Phoenix, Cleveland twice on this list here. There are some beatable, beatable. teams, but all, all, here's well, the but thing: old teams that could beat you too, though. Well, well that's the with thing. With the way that this team think? is playing offensively, the Santa Cruz Warriors could go right. to Orlando and beat you,
1: right? And 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 I'm looking at the rosters from the Cleveland Cavaliers and the Orlando Magic for tomorrow night's game. Who's the better roster right now? Without Nick Vucevic and Aaron Gordon and Michael Carter Williams, I'm sorry, but it's Cleveland. And and I know that's not saying a whole lot, but but look, there there are no gimmies right now for the Orlando Magic, and I think that uh, has been proven over the last two nights against Indiana and against Detroit, uh, the Detroit Pistons. So danger zone for the Magic right now. Um, Let's hope that they can get a win against Cleveland, get back in the win column, come home and feel good about themselves. Still without Nick Vucevic. Now, from what we're hearing, Aaron Gordon is close. How close? We don't know. It's a possibility in Cleveland. My gut is that he will not play in Cleveland and wait until Friday. Always add an
0: extra game. Yeah, I agree. With this organization. Jeff Weltman, John Hammond, they're extremely conservative. I think they'd want to wait to get Aaron Gordon back home from the road trip. Yeah. Get that ankle looked at one last time before you send him out there because the worst thing that could happen is you send him out there and in the first quarter or second quarter you have a setback or something and then you lose him for a longer term. I would rather that he sat Wednesday night against Cleveland. You can beat the Cavs without him, but you're going to need to play some of your best ball without him and then bring him back on Friday Nick Vucevic, it sounds like it's going to be a long haul because Vuce was telling, I saw Josh Robbins in the Athletic Report that Vuce also said that there was a bad bone bruise Mm -hmm. in his ankle. He's not doing any running right now at all. No, not at all. He's riding the stationary bike, doing a little bit of
1: that. Um, That's about it. So, We'll see, but in the meantime, it's it's going to have to be guys like Kem Birch and Mo Bamba at that center spot trying to step up. We really haven't seen
0: Jonathan Isaac at the five as of yet. Not quite as much, no, but you've played two teams in a row here that you don't right. want to play him at the no, five against. No, I don't want Andre Jonathan Drummond, Isaac banging against Sabonis. Andre Drummond yeah. and Sabonis, by yeah. the way, who had a big night against against the Magic. One question about that Pistons team, because you were in the studio for that. Uh this Mahila Luke kid today? <laughs> Who the hell is I look, that? I don't know, but he can Where shoot the, the darn hell basketball. Where did that guy come from? He can
1: shoot the ball. I think I mispronounced his name quite a bit last night, but yeah. McKellahoo but he, Kaluka? He, look, that that's. I mean, people don't realize, yeah, Detroit has had a, a rough early start to the season, and Blake Griffin only played his fifth game of the yeah, season. Yeah, he missed last the first night.
0: month of the year or something. That's the,
1: that's the top three point shooting team in the league going into last night's game. And they have one of the best benches in the NBA going into last night's game, too. So, even though they've struggled, uh, they got a lot of things going for them right
0: Did now. you do that thing last night when you were in the studio? And he checked in and you were like, holy God, Derrick <laughs> Rose is on the Pistons. Well, you know what? It, and Derrick Rose, he... Um, in doing my he
1: studies, bu- he bullied DJ Augustine a little he, bit at time did, last and, night. And, and let me tell you something: he's turning back the clock here, Nick. He is. He really is. You you look at the previous game against Milwaukee. He led them in points with twenty. He has been instrumental in leading one of the best benches in the NBA. They went into that Magic game as a top five bench, and he's usually the first guy off the bench. So, I look. I, I'm like you. I. I didn't expect Derrick Rose to be in the league in 2019, no, 2020, but but th- this kid is playing really well right now. Yeah, so I thought
0: I thought he would be done. Do you have any thoughts on this Adrian Wojnarowski report about the NBA changing the season? I'm not sure if you had a chance. You've been in magic land on this. The NBA may be going to 78 games, an in-season tournament, that kind of thing. I'm catching you cold with yeah, this, no, so I might right. cut I, this out. But I, I, I did, I, while we were in the green room last night, I did
1: ask Quentin Richardson about cool. it because Quentin, you know, played obviously, what, 10, 11 years, something like that in the NBA. Did you get any so, good stories you know, from Q? I, I got some stories. Anything yeah. you can share I, with us? No, not really. Any good Q stories? No, no? Not, no okay. not anything I can share. Uh, because I my opinion on the whole, okay, let's shorten the season and let's make a, a an mm-hmm. in-season tournament thing. Uh, I'm not a big fan of the in-season tournament. I don't think the too players are going to buy in too much Euro soccer thing going on there. And who cares
0: who wins a mid-season tournament? So this was my point on Monday night on ESPN 580 while I was filling in for you too is, I don't care what you call it. Is it the Greg Popovich Cup or the Dr. Naismith Cup or I don't really care, whatever you want to call it. None of these guys are going to care about that. I, they didn't I, grow I up. Don't. care. There's no history, no tradition associated with it. No. And that all that means is, is I still think Kawhi Leonard will sit out that tournament. Yes. And that's what the whole point of this is. Yep. This finally right. is um, Adam Silver admitting, okay, so load management is kind of a problem here. Are TV windows nationally are down like 30% year over year, and they've been down the last two years. The NBA is trying to come up with an answer here, yeah. and I don't think this fixes that problem. When you go from 82 to 78, it just means instead of 70 games, Kawhi is going to play 58 games. Yeah,
1: and, and 78 in the regular season, maybe, but but you're going to have the... The midseason cup in there. With that, as well. it could be as many as 83 be, games yeah, for the I team mean, that it, wins You're going to be playing the same amount of games. Now, I did ask Quentin Richardson about this, mm-hmm. and he said, I like it. He said, Oh, he, really? he, said, he liked the idea. He said, Because ever since we were young, we, you know, in junior high and in high school and even in college, we would play in these tournaments be it Thanksgiving I tournaments it, or Christmas tournaments yeah. or, or whatever the case may be. And then you get into the NBA, he said, and you like it's it's just it's just 82 games. You're not splitting it up in some form or, or fashion like you do in, in high school and in college and playing in these tournaments. So he thinks it's a good idea. Frankly, I do not. I don't think these players are going to buy in one iota. I don't think it's going to mean anything, and I still think you'll see the Kawhi Leonard's of the world taking load management during these tournaments because what, what do they mean? I mean, you – you're in pro basketball, yeah, to make money, but you're also in pro basketball to win the NBA championship. Right? To it's, win about that Delario right? it's about Larry O'Brien, right? About the That's it. It's it's not about the Popovich Cup. So, I have a hard time believing that guys are going to buy in. I know, I know, Q does. Um, I disagree with him there, but. Um, It looks like this is going to happen here in, what, 2022, 2023, something like that? Yeah, something
0: like a little bit further down the road here. Uh, Adam Silver has to get this voted on, and they have to get it sold. I can see why the NBA would do it. More money. You can sell it to another. I'm sure, sure, and I know that you and I work for an ESPN affiliate, Fox is licking its chops for a chance at some sort of an NBA product because right now the only basketball product they have is the big three. So I'm sure Fox would be yeah. licking its chops. Sure. Turner and ESPN would come back on for that. Maybe CBS would be interested in it. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, I'm intrigued at it, but I don't think it solves the underlying problem which is Kawhi Leonard is still going to sit out. Yeah. Whatever whatever X is, if it's 78 games in a season, his amount of games will be X minus 15. Yeah. Look, it you, doesn't
1: matter. You and I are NBA geeks. We love our NBA and I would love to see something to spark even more interest in our league. Uh, I don't see this as being the answer. However, uh, I'm all for trying something. And if this thing comes to fruition in the near future, and it does spark interest, I'll be the first one in line saying, I was wrong, so we'll see what happens. I do there. want to see what the Popovich Cup looks like. and <laughs> that thing left. Like. Just a bottle of wine. Just a, a big glass of wine. That's
0: all it is. That's going to do it for us today on this edition of the Heart and Hustle podcast. Scotty and I will be back after the Thanksgiving holiday. Make sure, by the way, do not miss it. Wednesday night, Fox Sports Florida. Coverage begins 630. You turn that sucker on. You screen grab Scotty. Hashtag screen grab Scotty. You tell us. Yeah, Adam says at ESPN it? 580 Nick. Is that the $165 tie? I need to know your thoughts on that. We will be back next week. Uh, Thanks for hanging out with us. And, of course, as always, go Magic.